the podcast was inspired by a poem in a movie called The Gray. And the poem goes something like this. Once more into the fray, into the last good fight I'll ever know. Live and die on this day, live and die on this day. Welcome back to In the Fray. My name is Edgar. I'm Melissa. And today we will be having uh, the first of many. We'll be having our first guest on the podcast. And this is also our first video portion Mm -hmm. of the audio podcast. So a lot of first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, turn it over to our guests to introduce themselves. Hi, guys. My name is Maria. Thank you guys for having me here. It's a pleasure to be your first guest. <laughs> so, <laughs> for sure. And um, since it being you know a first time having a guest and the first time being on video and whatnot, so you know, apologize to the viewers. It it could get uh, maybe a little bit awkward, or we might miss a few steps here and there. But we promise to do our best to try to make it fluid as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so a topic that I wanted to uh, talk about in this episode was the, the clash of cultures in uh, while, while growing up in the United States. Uh, the clash of cultures being a traditional Mexican household and you know also the American culture, right? Um, from a woman's point of view. From a woman's point of view, for sure. Uh, I know me being uh, an immigrant, you know, here in the United States growing up, uh, you know, my view is certainly different. So I'm curious to see if there's some similarities, for sure some differences, but I'd just like to get to to have a little bit more uh, information from, from that point of view. Um, so let's begin with that, you know, let's start with as a child and kind of work your way up in, you know, to adulthood and whatnot. You know, how, how was it you being raised in a traditional Mexican household, but still going to the school system? And that's a whole different culture. Am I right? That is right. So growing up, um, I'm also an immigrant here in the U.S. I was brought down to the U.S. that I was two years old. So uh, I want to say... School-wise, it wasn't so hard, maybe at first, just trying to learn the language. Mm -hmm. But um, growing up was kind of, it was kind of, it wasn't too hard um, because I learned that I I was able to learn the language quick and I was very young going to school here. So I think that's what helped me, you know, getting adapted to to, uh, living in the States coming from you know, coming from, from, from Mexico, I think, um, I mean, growing up, it was, you know, back in my days growing up, it was just outdoor playing in the yard. That was it. My parents were new to the States too. So I didn't know a lot of what, you know, what was offered out here. So it was just more of a going to school, coming home, going to school, coming home. So growing up, it wasn't too bad for me on my point of view. Uh, I think when everything started changing was as I became an adult and I um, started having my family. I think that is when the hardest part was 
for me. Um, because like you said, coming from a traditional Mexican culture, it's a lot of things that, that um, I was married really young. Maybe I should start with that. I was married really young at 16. So I really didn't, I spent most of my time, I've been with my husband since. So it's, we've been together for a long time. So we really grew up together. So I really didn't have a lot of time to, I guess, be a rebel teenager because at 16, I was already living on my own, trying to survive. Um, and I think that is when uh, reality hit. And I think that's when it became hard for me because um, I was young and um, I also moved to a different, a different city. So everything was new for me. Um, my husband is also comes from a very um, Mexican traditional household. So uh, us trying to you know, start a new life together being very young and um, I want to say uh, that that's when the issues became because we were young trying to, we were young trying to start a new living, trying to, to learn everything all at once. Everything just kind of hit us at once. So um, I continued my school. I continued going to school and that was strike number one because, you know, coming from a Mexican traditional Mexican household, once you move in and you start making a living, you're, you're stuck at home raising kids. So that is when it hit me. It was a big problem that I wanted to continue with school. Um, now, now, did you want to continue with high school or after school? Or after high school, high school, just getting through high school. So I they, was 16 they, years old. They didn't want you to, to finish high school? No, 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 no. Um, no, my parents, when they found out I moved in, um, no, they said, this is it for you. Um, you have to drop out of school oh, wow. and now your life is going to be dedicated to what your, your husband wants you to do. That was basically what I was told. It was just you and your husband though. You didn't have any kids yet. Is no, we didn't have any kids. Okay. No, we didn't. We, it was just me and him, both 16 years old. And they still just didn't want you to finish school. No, no, they didn't. What did they want you to do all day? Uh, well, to them, it was, I had to stay home and I guess stay home, cook and clean, stay home, cook and clean. Cause I didn't have any kids. It was a no kids. I, I needed to, to tend to, but it was just, you know, staying home, cooking and cleaning because in, you know, the woman stays home and the, and the guy goes out to work. Mm -hmm. So my husband, he had to, as well he did leave school he started working and um that was one of the biggest uh battles not with me and him we were a little bit more open-minded because he was brought here at a young age too uh, but just getting through with family making them understand that you know there's more to life there's more opportunities here that are giving than just staying home you know being a Mexican woman that you stay home and you cook and you clean. Um, so I think that, that was the beginning of one of the toughest, I want to say, battles for us because um, it, it, it was always questions about why are you going to school? You're a married woman, you know. Uh, I want to say maybe close-minded. There's really not much mm -hmm. that they thought I could have done because I already had moved in with somebody. <laughs> well, well, you had, you know, a couple strikes going against you. You know, one, you were a woman, 
begin with. Uh, two, like you said, you, you decided to get married, you know, and, and then three, while you guys did not have family, I'm sure you were expected to help raise, um, whether it's, you know, your husband's sister's kids or whatever community you belong, you know, to help raise those kids. Am I right? That is right. As um, a way of, of like training. <laughs> yes. A way of training. Yeah. Yes, basically. Um, I was lucky that, you know, my husband didn't have, he had younger siblings, but they weren't to the point where I had to raise or anything, but uh, I did, I did actually, I did have to stay home for maybe my second semester, but that was just, you know, through, we went through the whole process of getting everything situated. And after that, I decided to come back to school on my junior year. And um, from there forward, I moved on. I graduated from high school. I got my high school diploma. Um, I stayed home. I had, um, we stayed home. I, I stayed home from some time because we went back to, you know, traditions. I had to stay home even though I went to high school. That was it for me. There was really anything else I could do. I had already fought this battle through high school and now it was like, okay, well, you're done with school. That's it. You've got your high school diploma. That's it. Um, but me, I always had, um, I always had bigger dreams. I always wanted to be something else. I never saw myself just staying home and doing nothing, you know? Um, I was very fortunate. My husband, the big supporter, he um, always supported me. We basically we had grown together. So we've been there for each other. So uh, at this point, as an adult, I think the hardest battles uh, have been uh, just trying. I don't think it's been more with society with other people i think it's been more in our personal in our family you know just trying to have them understand that you know this is a different world now this is there's more opportunities there's more to what a woman can do um after i started having my kids i put myself well i went through college i when i was i had two kids i put myself through a short-term college and I got my degree, my certificate. And that was another storm that broke through, that broke through because everybody, you know, was, I was criticized as, why do you keep wanting to push to go to school? You know, you're married women, now you have kids, your job is to stay home. Mm -hmm. So um, I think on my part, that has been the hardest, not in society as much because you know we've come a long way um women are seen a lot differently but to, for me it was more in in my in my family in my close family with my you know coming out from a, Mex a traditional mexican household that was the hardest part having them understand that you know um life is different here life is different women here we work we can support ourselves. We don't need from a man to take care of us. We can put ourselves through school. And I think till, until this day, that is the hardest part for me, having, you know, having them understand that so many things are different. You know? mm -hmm. don't, we're not meant to just be staying home and tend the household and the kids and cook and clean. So 
I think to, for me, that has been the hardest part. I am the oldest of the family. I am the oldest of grandchild, uh, grandchild. I am the oldest uh, daughter. So I think that's why maybe it was a little bit hard for me because I had to break through those barriers. Because um, I was the first. I was the first to come out. I was the first to, to do a lot of things that, you know, my, my parents were not used to. Um, my parents came here at a young age too. And as I said, I was the first. So as I was growing up, um, I guess they were learning what as much as and we were all three of us as a family were learning what the states were, you know, coming from, from um, Mexico, there's not much you can do. So my parents and I were all, everything was new to us. Everything was, everything was new. But um, yeah, I, I, like, I, like I said, I think the hardest part uh, is as an adult now and not with society itself, but just breaking through that Mexican culture has been the toughest for me. I, I definitely agree with that. You know, I know from, I know from my point of view, you know, from a male point of view, I mean, even growing up, you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time where like for me, you know, as far as education was concerned, high school was it. Like, if you can't just go to high school and get your high school diploma, you've got it made. Like, you can have a job anywhere in the United States and you will make all the money that you want. <laughs> you know, and, and, but, you know, once I graduated high school, man, well, even before I graduated high school, there was a large, like, pressure still that was kind of being thrown my way to go find a wife you know try to go find a job that was going to pay the bills settle down and that's it and do that you know and um but it was funny too because i remember growing up i could see that in my friends a lot of my friends that i grew up with that as soon as they were turning you know 16 17 18 um they were starting to get married and by the time we got to like 20 years old, those guys are talking like, you know, back in my day. I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you talking about back in your day? You're like, you better learn how to wipe your butt. Like, you know, settle down there, man. And, uh, uh, but that, I remember that. And even, uh, you know, trying to date like other Mexican, other traditional Mexican um, girls and women that you know or that came from a very traditional Mexican background was like that it was like if we get married like everything that I'm doing I'm gonna stop doing and it's your job to go take care of the money you go and do that and I'm just gonna stay home and, and raise the kids whether we have kids or not <laughs> yes yes that that I think whenever with me I think on from my point of view I don't think this might sound kind of crazy, but me being moving out at 16 to move, move in with my boyfriend, it wasn't really, I guess, a shocker because coming from a, Mex a traditional Mexican family, they marry very young. Yeah. So it's not something that it's like, oh, because I got asked that all the time and your parents didn't say anything. Well, it wasn't that they were mean and didn't care. It's just that that's how they were brought up as well. You know, if we go back, my parents were very young, much younger than I was so it was that's kind of and you know I don't think we did. 
Yeah, you know, and a lot of times you know, I have this conversation too with other people is that like quinceañera, you know, like a quinceañera is just not a birthday party. It's a way of to socialize, you know, your daughter to the world to let them know that she has now come of age and now she is in a way, you know, she's now childbearing and she is eligible to be married and you know, she is now suitable for that. And, uh, you know, at least that's what I feel like as far as that's concerned, like the underlying meaning of the quinceañera now, you know, or, or at least back in the day. And because like you said, all of our parents, their grand, you know, their parents, um, they were all married by the time they were 14, 15 years old. Yes, they were. And um, having kids at 14, 15 years yeah. old, you know, and so, uh, I mean, I was the only child for nine years, but I was always around. I mean, I grew up, I grew up, everything. I, like I said, I, I didn't experience, you know, uh, my parents didn't take me to the movies every other weekend or every weekend, like my other friends did, but that's, I know, I don't blame them. I mean, they were new, they were new to the country and, you know, so I never, didn't explore anything new until I was out and about on my own. That's when I was like, whoa, you know, there's, there's more out here. There's more to the world than what we are raised in, you know? Um, and back, you know, with the quinceañera, yes, there, there's so many things that, that, um, that I was raised up with that my Mexican, coming from a Mexican tradition family come, but I have tried to, I try to change a lot. You know, there's a lot of traditions I want to keep with my kids, but there's a lot, so a lot of traditions that it's, it's, I don't want to keep because it's not right. You know, it's not right. It's not a, I think they, they use it as a, it's like a protocol. It's like, this is what you do. This is what you're expected. And this is what's going to be done. And I don't want my kids to grow up in that. You know, I want them to know my Mexican background and I want them to know my culture. But there's a lot of things that I don't want to bring along. Mm -hmm. And that's what has caused um, a lot of controversial, like I said, a lot of controversial because they're like, wait a minute, you're doing what? Yeah. You know, you're, you are, why are you doing this? Why are you not doing that? You know, in, in saying that, it almost feels like without people saying it to you, it's like, you're the traitor. Yes. Yes. Because, uh, you know, again, all these topics, you know, we've talked about them, before, you know, in the past. Is, that's how I felt, too. And I've actually had people say that to my face. where like, you know, you are a traitor to your people because you don't do X, Y, Z. And you yes. don't say this, this, and this. Um is like you're a full-blooded, you know, Mexican, and we never hear you talk about, you know, brown power this and brown power that or whatever. It's like you're a traitor. You're a you're a potato. You know, it's what they used to tell me all the time when I was younger. And like you said, it was just those some of the culture aspects of it. I did not want to be a part of. Yes. But like I said I, I I do want to continue, you know. I mean, my heritage is Mexican culture, right? And so I'm very proud of that. And I do that in a way that I feel it's positive towards that, or positive towards the things that I believe should be paid attention to, you know? 
Um, and I try not to talk about or do the other things that are, in my opinion, negative, right? As, as you mentioned. Um, but yeah, so I was gonna say, that was kind of one of my question was, you know, about, you know, the quinceanera, you being married at so, such a young age and, you know, this, most people in the United States would be like, you're still a child. Yes. <laughs> Did your mom and dad have to give you permission to get married then? Well, I really didn't get officially married until I was 21. I just moved in. So we were not officially married. But in our culture, yes, yes in our culture, when you leave and you move in with your boyfriend, that's it, you're married. No papers need to be signed, you know? Yeah. So, um, and, and, and I always get corrected because of that. You know, you weren't married. But in my culture, you are. I was. <laughs> there was, there was nothing else that had to be done. Yeah, because, uh, you know, talking to you, uh, you know, your, your grandma, uh, same thing with her. I, I actually got to see uh, the marriage certificate, and it was off by a couple of years. Yes. Mm. From, you know, from what they were always telling me when they got married. And I was like, well, you said you were married this year, but this paper says it's like five years later. And they're like, oh, that's just, don't even pay attention to that. That's just a technicality. Uh, we were married at this age. And, you know, and even talking to my dad is like, but I thought you said you were married on this year. And he's like, ah, oh, don't, don't even pay attention to that paper. That's a bunch of BS. Hmm. So. So, so I, yes, um, I, I didn't, I didn't, my, I didn't officially get married. I was moved in, but in my culture, it was, you're married. So. My husband and I were brought up in the same culture, so we were married. But it wasn't until I was of age that we actually, you know, got everything, did all the paperwork and everything. But um, I, uh, like I said, I, I'm very open with my kids. You know, I try to explain to my kids and um, we try to teach them, you know, different. I tell them, I mean, I'm very proud of being Mexican. I love my heritage. I, I love it. And my kids, as my kids love being in Mexico, we love, you know, vacation in our hometown, but it's like, I sit here and I explain, you know, there's so many things that I didn't know when I was your age. It was so many things that, that, um, and like I said, I don't blame my parents. My parents didn't know any better. And this is the way they were brought up. So everything was new to them as it was new to me. It was new to them. Um, but, you know, I try to teach this to my kids and I tell them, you know, um, there's so much, so many opportunities out there. There's so many things that you can do. I don't put a limit to what they can do or they can't do, or because you're come from a, you have Mexican parents, you know, you're allowed to do this and you're allowed to do that because really, uh, that's how I was. Well, you can't do that because you're Mexican or, you know, us Mexicans don't do that. This is something that uh, people from the U.S. do, but we don't do that because yeah. we are Mexican or because you're a girl. Yeah. Uh, it is in the Mexican culture. It is a lot. You can't because you are a woman. Mm -hmm. And um, I do critic get criticized a lot, like you say, um, because I break a lot of, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I break a lot. I, I've broken a lot of our American traditions and cultures, you know, being a woman, I, I, I mean, I couldn't, my, 
I don't live in the same city my parents do. So just by me getting up and driving myself to come visit my parents, you know, instead of them being happy and saying, oh, our daughter's here, it would be offensive to them because it's like, wait a minute, you did what? You drove yourself here? Mm -hmm. um, you, you can't, this, you can't do this. You're a woman, where is your husband? Mm -hmm. You know, what is he gonna say? Ah, so, yes. So, it, so does, does your, um, does your parents question your children? Like, what do they think about your children making decisions that they make? Do they tell them that they shouldn't be doing that also? Um, you know, I, my parents don't question my kids, but they are, how can I say this? They won't question my kids on what they do. They will question me more because they think I'm at fault for what they do because you're not yeah. raising them the right way. So, so they won't say they're telling you that. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So this day, wow. yes. <laughs> and that see, and that's one thing that they're just hanging on to that. Aren't they? Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's one thing that you know, uh, I I really try to explain a lot to my friends uh, or anybody that will ask me about it, like the difference and stuff. And it's like, man, it is so hard. Um, it's like it's hard for a, a male to kind of grow up and not be part of the whole expectations. And just kind of, you know, you, you're growing up with the more American culture side and not so much the Mexican culture side, you know, like as far as expectations, but it's like, man, it's a whole different world. If you were to be uh, a female growing up, uh, you know, in the United States, because I know a lot of friends of mine that once we graduated high school, they got married, you know, like, like you were talking about, and I could no longer say hi to them. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> because I, I, you're, yes. Yeah, I could no longer say hi to them because one, that's rude because they're married, mm -hmm. you know? And if I were to say hi to them by themselves, that was even a huge no-no. Females? Yeah. Yes. I, they had yes. to, like, their husband had to be present and their husband had to approve of me saying hello. Yes. Does um the guilt that's laid on you for, uh, most of your life does that not affect your parents like do they not care like how much you know guilt and um you know just i don't want to say trauma but i mean man like every decision you're making you're you're getting some negative you know reaction from it like every decision every decision you're making yeah it, it's 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 like it's never anything right you know yeah so do or you don't that's but I, I think that's another thing. <laughs> we don't, they don't show affection. <laughs> yeah. So they don't show affection. So, you know, you will never see, um, I mean, as I think back, I won't see, um, very rarely I saw any affection coming from yeah. my dad or my mom to us or to their parents. You know, it's a lot of respect that is demanded and it is a lot of respect that is given by, but there's no affection. So it's kind of like, um, once you grow up in it, it's hurtful because it, it has taken me a lot to 
yeah. surpass that. It's it, and to this day, it, it hurts my feelings, but it, it's hard because I can't blame them because they were raised the same way, you know. So that's where the that's where the heart part comes in because there has to be a point. Like for me, um, there has to be there, there there there's a point where I had to say, okay, well. I don't want to be arguing with my family, my parents all the time, but I don't want to live by that Mexican culture. So the best thing to do is, um, it's hard to even be around, around them all the time because here I come with, you know, my American side as they call it and my new traditions and it's, it's offensive to them. So I've learned to kind of just, I, I stay away. I, I when I can, it's high by, but keep it very, you know, keep it very simple, because you can't really talk or open up too much because it'll be offensive. Mm -hmm. Well, you know? I find it I find it odd that they find it offensive when they're the ones that brought you here. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like like they're the ones that brought yeah. you to the United States. And they, they are acting like they're surprised that you're well, coming into the American yeah. culture and thinking things differently. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I know that that would hurt your feelings, you know, and that's a long time to have to deal with that. But yeah, you just have to be like, you know, that's their, that's on them. That's their, you know, problem. And, and, that, and that's what it, and that's what it, it comes down to, unfortunately. Um, you know, I mean, there's nothing I can do or say to change that. That's just the way it's going to be. So those are the cycles I try to break with my kids. You know, I, I try to uh, don't bring that, you know, with my kids. It's more, I'm very affectionate with my kids. I'm very open-minded with my kids in every, in every aspect, you know, because that's another thing. Um, you would never catch... Um, me talking to my dad about a boyfriend or I mean anything in general because you don't you just don't do that you just don't touch those subjects you know it's hard for a woman to open up to the mom can you imagine a woman a girl woman trying to talk to the dad about hey my boyfriend did this or you know don't even bring up sex so because what, that's what just yeah. so, so what about sex so that they, they expect you or it's not surprising that you get married at 16 or 15 or whatever but then they don't have a, a talk with you about sex at all no that is something you do not touch no no you, you don't talk about it uh it's uh oh oh no <laughs> technical difficulties it's stayed cool. Oh, okay. You know, so we lost you there for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, you just left off like something that's not talked about, and that was the last bit. Yes. So, um, back to um, with with the mamas and dads. Speaking of sex, you know, it's a topic you don't touch. And um, I think maybe because my parents were didn't come to school here and they came here at an older age, it was their perspective is this is something she's going to learn in school, or this is something that's going to be taught in school, you know? So they, they never touched it. They never talked about it. They, I mean, even, even, um, I mean, that's just a subject you don't touch. That's just something that they're not open about it. Yeah. They they're just don't, they just don't talk about it. 
do, do you want to know what my sex talk was about? <laughs> I'm curious to know what the, what it was. It was pretty straightforward. It was um, don't get anybody pregnant that you don't want to get pregnant. And if you do, men up, uh, marry the woman, raise a child, and that's it. <laughs> Very traditional. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that was it. And that was like... <laughs> <laughs> go out into the world, my son. Go out to the world and pray to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That, that was the extent of my birds and the bees. And, and, and yeah, I, I can see it. And I don't know if it's because I was a woman. Maybe that's why they never talked to me about it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe since you were a guy, maybe it was a lot easier for them to talk to you about it. But in me, you know, they never talked about it. That was something that we never brought up. And nevertheless, you never bring up any boyfriends. You know, it's never okay to, that's just not right. That's just something you don't talk about. So I think that's why, um, uh, a lot of women my age were married very young because we were still living that very traditional Mexican culture where we didn't know much, you know? So, hey, we, we think we're in love. So this is what my mom did. This is what my grandma did. So it's time to marry, move in, and, and that's it. Time but now, life. <laughs> that's life, you know, that's life. Big separation mm -hmm. uh, between men and women in the Mexican culture that I saw when, because uh, I didn't know, you know, I it was a shock for her. I didn't know, I had no <laughs> idea. And um, I went to his house to eat, and I'm just sitting at the table with everybody, uh, not noticing that I'm the only woman at the table, and the other women and young girls are sitting on the side, and I'm telling his, you know, uh, brother's little girls, come on up here, come on, what are you waiting for? Room. Go ahead. Yeah, and I had no idea, and I'm sure they were just appalled well, and flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that's that's an example, because, I mean... You didn't, he didn't tell me anything about, I don't I just, know, I, how should I know that? Well, yeah, you know, well, I mean, for me, it makes sense, right? Yeah, you know, like, everybody come in. The, the men eat. always eat first, And uh, right? But it's one and of the, yeah, it's just what, it was just one of those things where, it, it was so common that it just never dawned on me to this is what's yeah, going because on. you because you grew up in it so it's just expected of a we all know this is yeah, how it yeah. is and then i yeah. went to another party and and all the women were just i all the women were just sitting by themselves you know really not even speaking to each other just sitting on the outskirts of it and the men, yeah and the men are doing stuff and i'm like what is going on here you know like I, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, it was actually a, a bautismo. Mm. Uh, it was the first time that I actually took her uh, to go meet uh, my sisters. Uh -huh. I think I had my daughters yeah. with me. Oh, yeah, I brought everybody with me, you know, and, and it was, uh, you know, they, baptism. They were wondering, too, what was going on. They were little, <laughs> yeah. and they were like. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and it's one of those things, too, like I said, you know, it's, I, growing up in it and always going to you know the weddings baptisms birthdays whatever. we're just used to it right it was <laughs> just like it just it was a detail that it just never dawned on me that would be a big important detail to to mention and then once we got there i probably look like an idiot 
Well, yeah, they're probably thinking, oh my God, what is this girl doing? Like, well, you know, once we got there and she started asking me, it's like, well, why are these women sitting on this side and all the males are sitting on that side? And I was just kind of like, you know what? I never even realized that. I never even uh-huh. thought about that. And so then I know from like from that experience myself, all the guys, all my cousins and you know my uncles, everybody was like, hey, you come over here and sit down. Mm-hmm. You she stays over, over here <laughs> yeah she's gonna stay over there with uh your sisters and they're gonna do whatever you know women are gonna do and you're gonna come over here and sit down and you're gonna hang out and you're gonna chit chat with us because now you are a married man, man. and so you have earned your spot in this group and so i'm like sitting there with my brother-in-laws and my you know other family members and i'm just like do you guys want to go like go get a drink or something at the gas station or, you know, do you guys like want to go somewhere else, <laughs> you know? And, and people are just like, no, just, just sit there. Just do you want a beer? Like, no, I don't drink. They're like, oh, okay. My bad. Well, that's another topic. That's a whole nother story right there. Yeah. And then, uh, and I'm feeling guilty. I'm looking at my sisters and I'm like, do you need help? You know, do you need help, like, bringing the food out? Do you need help setting up the tables? Do you need help running to the grocery store to get you some ingredients or whatever? They're like, no, 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 just sit down, sit down, it's fine. We got this. Enjoy yourself. And I'm looking at her, and, you know, she's helping them, and... Yeah, but I can't speak Spanish. Yeah, and so then I'm just like... (laughs) I I found myself in a weird situation where, like, I I don't feel comfortable sitting here looking at her (laughs) yeah like looking at her knowing that she can communicate with them and i don't want her to be so out of place that it kind of ruins all the the experience of i guess meeting my family (laughs) for the first time and i actually um just stood up and left the group of the guys and i went over that to her and i was like you know you know, what's going on, you know, whatever. I talked to my sister and she's like, oh no, Melissa's doing real great. She's doing good. Just, just leave her alone. She's doing fine. And it's like, okay, but do you need me to tell her something? Cause I know you're not communicating. She's like, oh no, 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 no. She's good. We, we can communicate each other with fingers and pointing. You're fine. Just get out of here. And like, that was it. And yeah, it, what's odd about it is that that because I grew up totally the opposite. So I grew up with very, very strong women mm-hmm. in my family, like very, it, it wasn't even questioned. You know, if you wanted to do something, you just did it. Like it was not questioned. It was, you did whatever you wanted, you know, and um, all the women in my family, my aunts, um, they were, you know, went to school and had good jobs and played, you know, just did whatever they wanted to do. And it never dawned on me. I just didn't grow up like that. Uh, uh, and it never even dawned on me that that, that was what was what was happening and, and how probably how, uh, you know, rude it was of me to tell those girls, you know, come on, come on, up here, come on, what are you waiting for? You know, and I'm just like, oh, boy, like, I, they're not gonna think very good of me now. And those, those are the things that the cycles I'm breaking with my kids yeah. because everybody here is equal. We all cook, we all clean, we all clean up after ourselves, we all have chores, we all work. So that's another thing that was 
not right in the eyes of family. Why are your boys cleaning? Why are they washing dishes? Because, you know, they have to learn how to um, maintain after themselves. You know, they're not going to have a woman after them all the time. And I told my daughter the same thing. You know, you work for what you want. You go and you can do whatever you want. There's nothing or nobody that's going to stop you. You want it, you go and get it. And I tell my kids because, like I said, for me, I think that's one of the things that was really, really hurtful. Um, once I got my um, college certificate, um, I was going to have my ceremony. And I invited my parents to come. And they didn't come because they were like, we don't, we don't, and we never agreed you going back to college because now you have kids. And how are you going to leave your kids with the babysitter and you're out in college? Mm -hmm. You know, so them, it was a big no-no. Mm -hmm. So that those are the things that I try to learn. Oh, no, no. Uh, let's see. Let's see if it'll come back again. Um, there she is. Okay. <laughs> you back? <laughs> We got lost again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you were talking about how uh, when you had your ceremony, you invited your parents and they didn't, uh, they, didn't come. they didn't come because they did not approve of you. Yes, they didn't come because they did not approve of me coming back and going through college, putting myself through college because it was not the right thing to do because now I had kids, you know, and how dare I leave my kids out for somebody else to care for them while I'm Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. So, what, so what, what, what about your, uh, your husband's mom and dad? Did they feel the same way? Uh -oh. Is it ours or is it hers? Uh, I think it's on her side. There you there you go. Go. <laughs> so, so what, what about your husband's mom and dad? Were they, did they feel the same way? They did. They, um, they are very into that Mexican culture. So we were battling with my parents and his parents. So that just made it twice as hard for us. So were they telling him, why can't you get control of your wife? Basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing, I, you know, I, yes. I, I was uh, talking to her about was that when uh, you know, when a woman marries, um, her mother-in-law tends to take over the, you know, raising of the, of that woman into her official wife duties that, you know, her biological mother can no longer have over her, right? Yes. And that's basically what happened to me because I left home very young. So, um, everything else I learned was from my mother -in -law. Mm -hmm. And she was raised in the same environment my parents were raised. So it was really hard um, having to break that. It was very hard because we had everybody against us because we wanted, you know, 
to better ourselves. We wanted to do go out there and explore and do, you know, just just enjoy what, you know, this country had to give us. Mm -hmm. And everybody was against it. Everybody wants it, was against it. So that that was hard. That was really, really hard. You know, uh, for me, and obviously, you know, watching you grow up, um, you know, through, because you're older than I am, and, uh, you know, watching you grow up, and that one point, I can, I can single this out, okay? The one event that stays, you know, or stays, stands out, stands out in my mind, that told me that you, you know, your, your husband, uh, your family, that you are no longer traditional Mexican culture by the, the whole definition of the pros and the cons of it. Every year, everybody from our town, El Rancho, right? For them, vacation is to go back and, and visit and stay there for months, months at a time, yeah. at, you know, sometimes. Um, and it's always expected now out of you. Now, all of us, you know, the firstborn generations uh, and all of them after that, and even just us, you know, uh, the immigrants that still, you know, born over there, but were raised over here, we're always expected to just go back as vacation. Mm -hmm. That and, was our vacation. <laughs> yeah. And um, I saw you and your family, I think it was at Disney World. And oh yes. yes that was for me that was the one event that really stands out in my mind that was like okay they broke free out of that tradition <laughs> like that is really cool like watching somebody else you know that i'm so close to not just you know in, in age but you know we have a lot of we always sit kind of chit chat anyways you know when we yes together um you know, having another person that I'm close to and that has experienced uh, some of the things that I've experienced growing up. So watching them not be in Mexico for their vacation. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. okay. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was saying that, you know, that event, watching you guys be uh, in Disneyland instead of in, in Disneyland, instead of being down in, uh, uh, down in Mexico, that was the biggest thing in my mind at, the, at that point. And how'd she do that? <laughs> yeah. It was just, how did they get away? <laughs> well, the, the, the first thought that came into my mind was like, okay, either A, they did something really, really bad that <laughs> they don't want to be around, you know, all these other <laughs> yeah, or or B, like, you guys just don't give a shit and you're just going off and doing your own thing. Which, you know, uh, in my mind, I was like, I hope it's B, that you guys just do whatever the hell you want, and you go and, you know, you guys go do you. <laughs> and, you know, you know, it's funny you say, because uh, that we fall in that B category, because we, they, a lot of people, you know, close to us have told us that you guys just don't give a, I was like, I mean, yeah. at the end, you know, it's like I tell my husband, it's you and I and our kids. Yeah. And. Um, this is what makes us happy. This is what keeps us going. This is motivation to us. So, and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head right there when you said that you told your husband, you know, it's, it's you and I and the kids where 
uh, traditionally it's it's us everybody else <laughs> yeah it's like when, yes. when people say my family they are referring to their mom their dad their grandparents their nieces their everybody ends right and yes. as far as in the american culture when you say my family you are referring to your wife and your kids wife yes you're not yes. referring to your own parents or the grandparents or anything like that and uh yes. and like that that was hard i know for me that was hard to uh make peace break with. from yes yes oh, from, break. yeah make make yeah break away from that uh definition of family but also make peace with that because mm -hmm. when i first started doing that i felt extremely guilty for that i felt extremely guilty and i felt like i was betraying my family like i was no longer part of them now mm -hmm. us versus everybody else and and i can see that because that's the mentality mentality that yeah that you grew up that yeah. your spouse is not your priority it's your family it's your parents it's yeah your grandparents it's the uncles it's what they think and what they tell you that's the way you're going to live your life and if you decide to do different you're a traitor you you're a backstabber yeah. this is not the way we do it <laughs> yeah and you know and a lot of times they may not even say those things to you but it's how they react yeah. and how they they react yeah most of the time they won't it's the reaction that you receive after yes uh, i mean for one like I just, I mean, I'm not invited to every single birthday party anymore. Don't feel bad. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like uh, every once in a while, you know, like when I sit down and I call my sisters and my other family members, I'm like, hey, you know how you guys are doing? And they're like, oh, then you know so-and-so is having a birthday party this weekend. Are you coming down? Did you receive your invitation? It's like, no, I, I wasn't even aware that they was having a birthday party. <laughs> You know, and, and at first that made my feelings hurt mm -hmm. a lot because I grew up being very close to a lot of my nieces and nephews. And then now as an adult, it's like, I don't have that relationship anymore. Um, and so that used to hurt my feelings a lot, like like you were saying earlier, but it came to a point where it's like, that's, that's not my problem. That's, you know, that's their problem. If they don't mm -hmm. want if they don't want uh, me to be a part of their kids' life in, in that sense, then I'm fine with that, you know? It's, it sucks, but I'm okay with it. Um, but if they wanna be part of my life and wanna be involved with me and they can call me, they can visit me, whatever they want, I am all for that, you know? And I've always told all of my little nieces and nephews and you know, they're younger than me, like, you guys are always more than welcome to call me whenever you want. Like, here's my phone number. You guys have social media, so there's no excuse that you can't get a hold of me. Yeah, you can't, yes. Yeah, like, don't be afraid to get a hold of me and just talk to me, you know? Like, if you have a questions that you don't want to ask your parents, I'm here for you, you know? Uh, if you have a situation to where your parents won't understand because of that culture difference, like, I'm here to help you. Mm -hmm. I may not know the answer, but I can help you find the answer. Um, and, uh, that's kind of been the biggest, um, you know, aspect of that. Um, but like you were saying, it's, it's, uh, it's so different in those, in those, uh, categories. And it's, it is like, very different. 
and it's things like you said, like we grew up in them so much. We were so much part of that, that we just never thought it was normal it. to us. Yeah. It was normal to us. It and was normal. It was no longer normal to us. <laughs> yeah. Because see me, um, when I first moved in with my husband, I lived by that Mexican culture, you know, um, uh, he worked, I went to school, um, but everything, you know, even my parents were like, if he lets you come, you can come visit us. If he doesn't let you be around us, you can't be around us. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't until, uh, you know, I started socializing with other people and I started opening up to other people that were not in my same culture. And they were like, what? You know, that's crazy why are you doing that that's not right so that is when um that is that was like an eye opener to me like wait a minute that that's true that's not right mm -hmm. you know because i mean in in our culture you won't find a man cooking in the kitchen or picking up his plate and that is totally okay you know but it wasn't until i went out there into the real world that I was like, wait a minute, you know, this is not right. Yeah. This, well, this is not know, okay. Yeah. Talking about that, you know, from, I mean, my point of view, when I, when I left my house or my parents' house, you know, I was a fully grown adult. I mean, I was, I think I was 21 when I officially left their house. Mm. Um, so I'm now living by my own, by myself. And the first couple months, I kid you not, like I would literally walk into my apartment and I was already expecting food to be on the table. <laughs> you know, like I'm going, I'm, a, I'm out and about, I'm coming off, you know, coming home from work, I'm hanging out with my buddies, whatever. And I'm like, it's time for me to go home, guys. You know, I'll see you guys later. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop, get a burger. I'm not going to do this because I've got food at home. And then once I open the door, in my mind, I'm like, you know, there's going to be like fresh tortillas made, all this and that. Like, I a nice cooked warm meal. Yeah. And then I would walk in. And it was just like, oh, shit. Like, I have to cook dinner now. Mm -hmm. And that learning curve was so infuriating to me because it was like, how was it that my parents allowed me to not have this skill they didn't prepare you. They didn't prepare me for, for that part of life. Like, how was it that they allowed me to go on my whole Adult. adulthood, you know, like growing up in their own household and never expect me to learn how to cook or clean after myself. And then, you know, cleaning, that was another thing. Like, even to this day, I still battle with that. Like, it's such an ingrained um, habit, if you want to put it that way, that, uh, you know, I have to clean after myself. But it's, but it's kind of weird though, because like, I have no problem cleaning after myself when I'm working outside, like I'm working in cars, doing whatever it is. I can do that. No problem. I won't even question it. And I won't even argue with it. I will do, I even get mad when I see things being out of place, but like when I'm inside of the house, there's that constant struggle every once in a while where like, I wake up and I may see something that needs to be picked up on the floor or on the couch or something out of, out of, you know, out of place. And it's like, that'll get taken care of. 
and I just kind of go around, along my way, and I don't think about it anymore. When and, it comes home, it's still there. Yeah, when I come home, <laughs> it's still there, and it's like, eh, okay. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's fine. It'll be fine, don't worry. And then when I get called out on it, it's like, oh, shit, you're right. Like, my bad. I, I you know, I, I didn't realize that I was, you know, doing that. And that for me was a big learning curve. Well, because also your mother, wouldn't your mother come and, you know, bring yeah. the food? Yeah. So then, the house so at first, yeah, when I first moved out, they would, I mean, they would drive like an hour and a half it, and like every other weekend. And she would bring me two weeks worth of food. Oh. Yeah. You That's know? typical grandma. Yeah. And she would be like, I don't want you to cook. All you have to do is just put this in the microwave and put it at this time. And you have all of your meals set for, for like the next two weeks until I come back. And I'm at first I'm like, hell yeah, man, this is cool. You know, mm -hmm. I, I can just put it in the microwave, whatever it's there, homemade food kind of thing. And then like the second time she came by, she said, oh, you know, your apartment is looking kind of messy. Um, just hang tight. And I'll, I'll fix it for you. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, my parents are coming down. I'm going to go take them out to eat. I'm going to go take them explore the, the city. She spent four hours cleaning my whole apartment. Decorating. Decorating it, you know. <laughs> basically just went from a house, a room in your house to a, another room. Yeah. Her still taking care her of Her still taking care of me, you know. And, um like the big moment for me when I realized like, this is not right. Like this is not normal. I walked in uh, to the bathroom and there she was scrubbing the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing mom? Like get, get off the floor. And she's like, Oh no, no I'm almost done. Just, just go back and watch TV with your father. I'm almost done. And I felt so bad. And after that, I actually forbid them from coming to visit me. <laughs> As I told them, like, if you're going to come and visit to me, it's because you are going to come down and visit with me and hang out with me, not baby me. Mm -hmm. And if you cannot do that, then I need for you to please just stay home. Like, I will come and visit you instead, but I don't want you to come down here to visit me just so that you can baby me and take care of me in that sense. And that's what's happened. You know, you know, that was, that's one of the hardest things for me too, that I had to learn to, I guess, step back or away from, because once, you know, we settled into life and we're working and my husband and I are working and, you know, we're able to come back home and visit my mom and dad, you know, I want to take them out. Like you say, you mm -hmm. know, look, mom, you know, there's no mom and dad. There's so much out here that we can do, you know, go out for a dinner, go out for a movie or let's go visit this place and it's like they don't want to they they, they feel I don't cool. know if it's <laughs> that they find it offensive or I don't know what it is oh, but yeah. you you know I I want them to come out and I want to take them places but they don't they don't want to they just want to stay home and yeah. I'm like so at first it would really hurt my feelings but like I said I have to learn this is how they, this is the way they were raised, you know, like, like grandma. Mm -hmm. um, I have a hard time with that because now um, my, with my mother, she babies my kids a lot. 
So um, she cooks for them. She, if she made something for dinner and one of my kids didn't like it, oh, she's going to make what they want, you know? But my kids know that grandma can do that, but you're not going to come home and have that done. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. this is what, this is what is served for dinner and this is what is going to be eaten. And if you don't like it, well, hey, by all means, you can fix yourself something else. So at times, um, it, 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 it's hard because she's used to baby again. Like you say, you know, everything they want, it's given, especially if it's, it's boys. Everything is given to them, you know? But there's times when I want to get mad and there's times when I want to say something, but then I think back and say, this is all they know. This is all they know. This is what they were raised to be. In their head, this is it, you know? This is what a woman is raised to do. This is my responsibility, my responsibility, and this is what I have to do. And that's it. You know, they don't have to worry about, I have to go out and work. I have to go do this. I have to do that. No, they're, they're just focused on, I have to cook for them and I have to clean and this is my job. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's hard. It's hard because as, as much as I don't like that and I don't bring that over home with my kids, but then, you know, I have to respect that that's how she grew up. You know what I mean? So, so it's hard. It's hard to, to battle everything because yes. like with me, um, like I said, um, you know, I'm always out working. If I need something, I get up and do it. If I need that, I go and do it. I'm not expecting somebody to do it for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, in their eyes, it's bad. In their eyes, it's, it's wow, what do you mean you got up and you went here? You went to have lunch with your friends? How how dare you go have lunch with your friends? What about your household? You know, the husband's going to be here and dinner's not made. And it's like, oh, you know, we are both working. We can both work on having dinner, you know, making dinner. It's really hard. It's really, really hard breaking the cycle because you're always being pointed at, you know, you're always being pointed at. And you really, really have to, grow some tough skin <laughs> you do yeah, you have to grow some tough skin yes um i mean you know like in my situation i'm not around my family for mm-hmm. people and um but even then it's been so ingrained in me that i criticize myself <laughs> for that <laughs> for for some of the most benign and asinine things that are happening that I grew up already expecting, you know, like you said, like for me being a male, things were much easier. They, they were just kind of given to me. I was, I was treated as royalty, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for some time as a little kid growing up, I honestly thought that I, I had some royal blood because <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I would go, they'd be like, oh, you're so-and-so son, come on down. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Here, you want to spend the night? Oh, don't worry. We, we don't pay for anything. <laughs> we got you. We will, we will pay for you. Yes. Oh, these are, these are my daughters. A, B, and C. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, damn, like, do I have some royal family? Like, is that what's, ex- you know? Okay, I guess that's expected out of me. I, you know, I won't say no, but, uh, you know, okay. And then, like, but going back to saying, like, I, I'm criticizing myself, it's where, like, you mentioned, you know, you, you go off and if you need something, you just, you do it, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to wait for your husband to, 
to do it, you know, if you're able to do that. And I know that's one thing that uh, sometimes, you know, like when we're doing projects around the house, um, it's like, okay, I need to get these things done. And whether because I'm at work or something else happens that I can't get to them and I'll come home and she's already done. You know, she's already taking care of some of those things. And it's like, like that hurts my feelings. <laughs> like it hurts my feelings because in my way, in my head, cause it's been so ingrained. It's like, that's not her job. Like that's my job. And I fail as being the man of the house as being her husband, you know, the caretaker, like I fail to do that. So that makes me less of a man. And uh, I know in the beginning in our relationship, that was for me one of the biggest things that I had to internally battle with. Um, and then after a while, you know, just talking with her, so she's like, if you're not gonna be here, I'll just do it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what's the big deal? Um, you know, I'm not gonna just stand around and twiddle my thumbs when I know that I can just go ahead and finish it or do that, you know? Um, so that, I know that's been a big, big uh, thing for me, like I said. And I know better, but it's been so ingrained in me that it just, I just criticize myself for it. And I may go for like a couple of hours or just, you know, talking to myself, like you're useless. What, you know, how could you let that happen? You know, you, you should be better than that. And you need to go in there and you need to tell her to never do that again. And, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, you say it's ingrained in you. I don't know if it's ingrained in you or it's just something that is carried along because I have a child and, you know, he, he, he carries on that Mexican culture very well. You know, he's like, you want me to cook? Uh, yes, you're old enough to come in the kitchen and start taking some cooking lessons. You know, it's like offensive to him. And I'm like, wait a minute, child, you know, we're all equal here. We're all the same here. You're going to learn how to cook, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and you know what I noticed? Um, there was times when um, somebody will be over and I'm like, hey, uh, you forgot, take out the trash or whatever. He's like, and you want me to do it now? They're going to see me. And what's the problem? You know, because you're a boy, you don't want them to see you or what's the problem here? You know, so... I, I don't know if that carries along because no, no. I don't raise my kids that way. You know, my kids are, that's your chore. That's what you're going to do it. Yeah. But I have one that he's very self-conscious of. They're watching me. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're going to see me do this. There's, there's nothing wrong. Nothing's going to happen. Just go on about your business, do it and move on. You know? No, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's, um, that's a big, that's a big influence that he may have picked up from, like the grandparents, you know, because mm -hmm. I know from my brothers, okay, my, my oldest brother, like he pulled me aside one time, um, you know, like when we, when I first got together with uh, Melissa um, and he found out about it and we happened to be in the same room, he pulled me aside and he's like, this is what I expect out of you. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You better cut that crap that you're doing over there with, you know, doing sports and all this other crap that you're doing. It's like, that's not a man thing. You better take care of this and this and this. And, and if you can't do that, then I don't want to see your face. And it's like, 
pretty much. Like, all right. Pretty much. Like, thanks for your hospitality, but I'm out. <laughs> and uh, and it was just kind of like, he's looking at me like. It's a shocker. It's a shocker like, to having to hear that from your own family, from your own blood, that <laughs> this is what is expected. And if not, deuce. Yeah. You know? it, it's, yeah. it's hard. And, well, it's when I turned hard. The on him, yeah, when I turned the tables on him, I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. You know, thanks for your hospitality, but I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not going to waste no more of your time then. He kind of was like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 hold on. Let's talk this out. <laughs> I was like, what's there to talk about, man? Like, you already gave me the two options, two ultimatums. I don't agree with one, and I'd rather take the other one. So, mm -hmm. like, let's just call that all right, our piece. You do your thing, I do my thing. And we'll call each other. And we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll call each other during the holidays, and we're we're set. We're set. Yes, that's that's. I think in with me, that's what I had to do too. I had to learn how to let go. It's hurtful, but I don't want my kids around that. You know, even yeah. for birthday parties. Um, you know, us Mexicans, we invite everybody and their mama. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it was my kid's birthday, but I was not enjoying it. Yeah. You know, I was not enjoying it. It was so many people over. Um, uh, it was, I mean, I want to say it still ends up being an adult party, but you know, now at least it, I, I have the most, um, if it's my kid's birthday, I always ask, try to ask, okay, kids, so who would you like to have over? Mm -hmm. You know, it could be like, well, I want to have my friends from school. Okay, well, we'll invite your friends from school. And I have, have I had the problem where a lot of family, cousins, uncles get hurt because they're like, oh, you had a party and you didn't write me? Yeah. Well, that was my son's birthday and that's what he wanted. You yeah. know, I'm giving them that because I, growing up, didn't have that op uh, option. It's This is what it's going to be and this is tradition and this is what you're having. And I don't want my kids to grow up like that. I want them to grow up and think, hey man, I got options. Uh, I don't like this. We can do this. You know, and it's ultimately, it's their birthday. Yeah. You know, it was hard breaking that cycle where uh, they started to want to have birthday parties, um, like at the trampoline parks mm -hmm. or just random places where, you know, we couldn't bring in beer <laughs> or, you know, and it was like, wait a minute. So you're having a party, but we can't drink. Uh, yeah, because this is my son's birthday today. So we can drink after or we, you can come over to the after party at the house or you can come back tomorrow. But right now it's my son's party and this is what we're having and and a lot of people were offended and they weren't okay because that's not tradition but it's like that's what my kid wants and that's what makes him happy you know and yeah. by far yes i was criticized because you're having pizza for a birthday party we don't eat pizza we want tortillas <laughs> yes. yes absolutely yeah you I, know it's I, funny I, but but those are just some crazy things that well even yeah even you know? things like that like you know i mean i know for a fact that i'm viewed as the uh probably the most americanized uh as aside yeah i would say i'm the most americanized out of my siblings uh even my younger you know brother uh born and raised here in the united states he still carries on a lot of the you know, traditional, typical, uh, you know, Mexican male uh, traditions, I guess you can say. 
mm-hmm. and I can see I can see that inner conflict with him every single time I, I talk to him and mm-hmm. uh, I always try to you know just try to mentor him in a, in a way that's positive towards him but for me I feel like I'm the most Americanized out of my siblings and uh one time this is before you know we even got together was that it was a uh I think it was a baptism I think and one of my brothers invited me over he said we're gonna have a baptism and you know whatever he's like but we're not gonna have hamburgers and we're not gonna have pizzas so just get your shit together and you're gonna eat whatever's gonna be cooked <laughs> understand and I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> do you want me to bring anything and they're like you don't think we have the things necessary that to have the party? Like, how dare you ask me that question? It's like, that's an insult, bro. Like, you don't think I've been busting my ass at work that I can't afford this? It's like, no, I was just trying to be polite because it's a polite thing to do. I get invited to a party and would you like- This me is to what you would get. Yeah. Would you like yeah, me you know drink? what? Yes, that that's true. We, um, I think in our culture, we try too much to I don't know impress maybe yeah you always want to impress you always want to have the best you know yeah so like i said at first i had my kids parties and it was nothing but a kids party you know uh and now i'm like hey and that's what he wants that's what he gonna get he wants pizza we'll have pizza he wants to go to jumping world we'll go to jumping world and it's always somebody that's going to have to say, you're just going to have that. Are you serious? Hey, man, I mean, you're going to get criticized anyway, right? So <laughs> the kid wants. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That is very, very true. Uh, but, um, well, I was going to say, if, if there's anything else that you would like to add um, before we kind of log off, I think we pretty much covered yeah. everything. <laughs> I think we pretty much covered everything, yes. Awesome. Um, well, before we, we log off officially, is there um, uh, anything like, uh, you know, shout outs or anything you, you'd want to say? Yes, I, um, let's see, you kind of caught me off guard here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I just want to everybody in general, <laughs> you know, just, just, um, reach for your goal. Don't give up. Just keep striving, keep going, uh, work hard, play hard. That's our motto. Um, advertising. Yes. I would like to advertise. We, my husband and I, uh, we have, we run our a construction business. We, um, do window and door installations in Texas. We're based out of Texas. So any of you Texas listeners out there, <laughs> Escalantes contracting, you can find us. Uh, we do any, um, new construction remodel and we do um, commercial and residential all right there you go guys so for your <laughs> for your household needs give him a cow <laughs> give a shout out all right well uh, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time and, and uh, talking to us and you know giving us a little bit of uh, uh, you know your history and you know what it's been like being a woman growing up in the United States, but also being part of a traditional Mexican uh, household, you know. Um, well, with that being said, again, thank you so much. And I thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed the interview. 
wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. You too. And like I said, this has been in the fray. And, and so the name in the fray, FYI, it means in the fight. Okay, so yeah. you're, you, don't, you don't turn away from the struggles. You face them head on. Face them, yes. So that's one of the reasons why I, we chose the name in the fray. So we are in the struggle. Very, very good. The fight. Um, so again, once again, guys, my name is Edgar. And I'm Melissa. And this has been In the Fray. Bye.